It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. These are the Keishi Tapes. You, Man, and Favaz explore the backstories and interviews heard on Keishi, the longest-running rock station in the country. Keishi Tapes time again. I'm John Eulett along with the mighty Favaz. Hello, Mr. Eulett, and Happy New Year. Well, Happy New Year to you as well. Yeah. We still have a sponsor here in the new year, I hope so. Well, we do. They're hanging in with us. Uh, <laughs> Black Raven Digital, Black Raven AFC. Um, you know, if you're a, a business owner and you want a website, you don't have a website, or maybe the one that you have you don't like, um, you got to have a good strategy, a good online strategy with uh, people right here in town, uh, like putting together a search engine operation optimization plan with somebody here right here from St. Louis is your first step in getting found uh, when your potential customers go out looking for your services. Don't just get found when people look for you. Get found when people look for what you do. Let Black Raven AFC help you today. Just go to BlackRavenDigital.com and reach up today. KC Tapes podcast is about the interviews for Vaz and I have done over the years here at KC Radio. Most of them, 90% of them, 95% of them are with rock and roll stars, mm-hmm. but some were not. This is a case of uh, an athlete. This one was done in 2004, and it's the great Evander Holyfield. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, was his nickname the Real Deal Holyfield? Yeah, I he, think so. I think he named himself. And, um, <laughs> yeah, you know, it was uh, it was a thrill to meet him over in Athens. I sat behind him that night. I don't know if you remember. Oh, I this told was you, in Athens, Greece. This was in Athens, Greece at the Olympics. I was at the, uh, the 100, whatever, the centennial for the Olympics. Oh, yeah. And... Uh, uh, we, uh, Tony Boozy Cruz and myself, our marketing director, we went over there and we uh, attended in their big stadium, you know, track and field, uh, you know, track and field events. And Evander sat right in front of me. Oh, and wow. I knew I was going to interview him later that night. I knew, you know, I wasn't going to say shit to him because, you know, he'd have been like, OK, yeah. <laughs> you know, but I saw his ear. Yeah. I saw that so ear. Saw chomped off ear. Yeah, Mike chopped, Tyson. Yeah, Mike Tyson did that. And I think I asked him about it somewhere in here. Uh, it's not a real long interview. But, you know, I remember being with Tony and I was like, that's Evander. Yeah. Let me look at his ear. And you could see it, you know, that part of his ear was gone. Yeah. And you, you know? didn't have a cell phone to take a picture of it no, up close? No, not yeah. in uh, 2004. Did He's it? probably got a guard watching him at all times. <laughs> Somebody tries to take a picture of his damn ear, you slap him. But the funny thing about it was, is that after, you know, we, we kind of timed it to where we knew we had to be back at the, the, um, the area where we were doing the broadcast from, and it was not that close to where we were. It was, it was like that, that show amazing race on CBS. We had to take, you know, a couple of different, um, you know, subways to get back to where we were. Then we had to take a cab. Then we ran to get back to where we were, and we got there in time to, wow. to do this interview. They, yeah. still, they still use chariots over there, too, don't they? <laughs> you grab one of those? They, uh, they didn't that <laughs> night, but I wouldn't be surprised. So, so wow, yeah, Vander Holfield, one of, the, one of the great fighters of all time. Yeah. All right, well, let's, uh, let's get it going here. We're, uh, we're sitting in Athens, Greece, with um, uh, one of the greatest athletes of all time. And how many times were Did you hear what you just said? We're sitting here. 20 years prior to that, did you ever think you'd be sitting in Athens, Greece, Greece. with Evander Holyfield? Know. <laughs> you know, that was at a time, well, yeah, period, though, but that was at a time when Coca-Cola 
paid for radio stations to yes. go to, you know, because you did it. Yeah, I did it in 94. I went to a Lillehammer, Norway. Ah. That was the year that uh, Tanya, Tanya uh, Harding and uh, Nancy Kerrigan had all that, right. uh, that problem you with the busted knee. on the knee, and, knee, and that's yeah. right. Yeah. That's when they went head to head after that happened. And and Coke built this facility that you know I don't know how many radio stations were there, but it was it was crazy, you know. Mm-hmm. And there was a big time differential, so you know I recorded this. This was not live on the air, but I played it back. And, yeah. Um, one of the weirdest things, and I have to tell you, there was a station from L.A. there, and there was this woman that was part of the group, and she looked really familiar to me, and I didn't know who she was until like toward the end of the trip. It was your mother. It no. was not my mother. Oh. It was Spinderella. Uh-huh. Do you know who that is? Spinderella, no. Spinderella was a member of it's well, not why, TLC. Well, you look that. I befriended uh, Christy Yamaguchi when I was there in Lillehammer, Norway, and uh, we we would uh, occasionally talk on the phone. And I called her up one time to get tickets for the uh, skating event that was coming here to St. Louis that she was a part of. What they call it, a worldwide skating tour or yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. And she got tickets for my wife and my daughters to sit front row center ice nice yes because i, I kind of helped her out of a jam in a bar one night oh christy yamaguchi wow cinderella was part of salt and pepper oh salt and pepper yeah. yeah and they were good and she here she was a dj at that time mm-hmm. for a radio station in la and she was on the trip too oh we don't. it was just kind of funny are you so. world champ before i say your name four time four time heavyweight champion of the world evander holyfield how you doing evander i'm doing super so uh, uh, what, what brings you to Athens besides the Olympics, everything? You're with Coke, I know that, uh, working with them. Uh, do, you, do you go to every uh, a lot of Olympics? I've been fortunate enough to be able to go to 92, 96, 2000. 2000, 2004. So, you know, that's a great thing. Do you- I love to count by fours. <laughs> I don't know. The Olympics, are Olympics still a big deal to you? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, they are. Yeah. So I like games, to watch them. Yeah. Summer games more so than the winter games. Yeah, I think uh, I enjoy the yeah. the summer games more. You take in the boxing at each one that you go to? I sure do. I'm always looking for a new talent. Yeah. Um. And and what have you seen so far in Greece? Right now, it's just I'm. Uh, I don't think that uh, our young fighter get the exposure that's necessary to to bring in the hungry, thirsty young kids that want to win a gold medal. Cause in American eyesight, because they don't get the exposure. The kids don't feel yeah. like it's nothing. Well, yeah. yeah, when it comes to boxing, you can't just be hungry. You got to be hungry and thirsty. Yes, it seems like in the day back in the seventies <laughs> when we had Sugar Ray and people like that, uh, Olympic boxers and Leon Spinks certainly and things like that. I mean, they were coming out and and now is it just more about the money? People, you know, kids want to skip that and just try to hit it big. Is is that what it is? Maybe. Well, that that's what's happening when you don't get the exposure. You know, that free television is. You know, you can still hear, you can hear him slurring his words because oh, totally. he's got uh, some, some, some brain damage yeah. from, from all the fights. How many times has he said exposure yeah. in the last minute? It's like three times and he says exposure. And but, he, but, he he said that's the reason why he retired, yeah. I think, because he was kind of, or they said he had uh, brain damage, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, I, I thought, yeah. Yeah. Television is what really get the exposure that allow people to feel <laughs> good about themselves, about what they're doing. Right now in the day, only time they see is the HBO, Showtime, the pay-per-view, and people getting into money instead of getting into the- He almost sounds like Lou Brock. A little bit. Yeah. The yep. love of the sport. And so when you get the love of the sports, then you get these guys becoming a hero more so than just an athlete just wants money. 
We're talking to four-time world heavyweight champion Evander Holyfield. And when was the last time you fought officially? Last time I fought was last year, right around this time. Right no, 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 not October. In October and, last year. Do you miss it, or what's going on with you? Or are you going to still do it, or what, what's happening? I should be fighting uh, in December. December, November, last of November, and and I'll be fighting for a title, the WBO championship, and uh, I can look forward to it. Yeah, and you know, it's a uh, that WBO championship. Boy, that's a it's kind of a the belt really has a foul odor to yeah, it. I was going to say you have to have BO <laughs> to be part of the WBO. It's, How it's long does it tragic tr- take you typically to train for a, a fight like that? Well, actually, you know, you know, you know, I've been boxing now for 33 years so I, I wouldn't tell people oh I train I train you know four months for this fight you know I you know 33 years in four months like that because you know I bring everything into the game and it's not by the months you take a person just uh-huh. never fought and try to do it in four months you it's know? a lifestyle man it's got to yeah. be a lifestyle here uh, he's uh, 57 fights 44 wins and 10 losses um, and his wins by knockout, 29 of them. By decision, 14. By DQ, 1. He's had a couple draws. Mm-hmm. Just uh, what, yeah. what, a, what a fighter. Yeah, and he's got B.O. Oh, he's going to get killed. <laughs> Has there ever been anybody better than you that could take a punch? Sure, sure. I think so. I don't know, man. You you took some and you you came back and won some fights, man. I, I don't know. Well, you know, I'm some, you know, in life, you know, um, if you're not, you you can't withstand what you give out then you don't last long anyway you know i'm, I'm fortunate enough to being able to you know have a fortunate enough to take many many blows to my head <laughs> you know what so i'm looking at his... <laughs> i'm fortunate yeah go he, ahead. I, i'm looking at uh what he did in that fight he fought larry donald he, you know, he said he was going to fight in oh, November. Oh, after, after this interview. Yeah. yeah. November 13th, 2004, and he lost. Mm. Uh, he lost that fight. but uh, And it was at Madison Square Garden. And it was for the vacant NABC heavyweight title. I have no oh, idea what that I think, is. I think he lost because he was just hungry, not hungry and yeah, thirsty. Right. That, that, that was it. But his, <laughs> his last fight, his last professional fight, May of 2011. May of 2011. So yeah. he, he fought till he was... In his 40s. He's 57 well, his now. 50s, yeah. So, yeah. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, late 40s. Yeah. Yeah, I remember when uh, when George Foreman was fighting in his 40s. We sure thought he do. was a grandpa yeah. in there. Yeah. yeah. Three years in, in this rough game, which I love. And good for you. Um, I got to ask you, how's the ear? It looks uh, it looks super. You get, okay, here we go. <laughs> All right. I yes, knew I'd get, to it, to, get to it, man. <laughs> had to ask about the ear. Here we go. Still get tons of questions about that, just like from me. Sure. I, I, a lot of people uh, recognize me by the ear. Look at the ear. That's him. <laughs> yeah, that's that, what you did. I did, but I didn't say anything to him. Yeah, but yeah. 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 yeah, you did exactly like There's that. There's the ear. What was the look on his face when you asked him that? Was he like, oh, oh he boy. was totally, he was, he 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 was cool as shit. Yeah. He was all right. Yeah. I got a piece. Yeah, I got a little piece of it. That's him. So, you know, I'm, you know, it's become funny now. Was, was that the most painful thing you've ever experienced, more, than, more so than a punch? No, it, it, it was shocking. It wasn't really that painful. It was just shocking. You know, it just seems that, you know, people don't do you. 
you know, you, you take any time somebody bikes you, you, the parents are, no bike, don't nobody let nobody bike nobody because you can really get hurt when when somebody get, gets get, get Yeah, because the human jaw is so powerful. Remember, you always were told, no, don't bike. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's, uh, it's just amazing how much power is in your jaws. Yeah. Well, it was, uh, it's been a thrill to meet you, and, and we sat right in back of you tonight at the Olympic Stadium. Do you enjoy track and field, too? Oh, I love it. I love track and field because it represents what life is all about. You start with individual being able to give 100% yourself before you become a good team player. Have you ever been in St. Louis? Well, yeah, all the time, all the time. Yeah, I have a place in St. Louis. What? You have a place? What? Uh, what? You mean a place where you live? Stay? Well, where I stay at, I stay at sometime when I'm in St. Louis. Good enough. Uh, World heavyweight champ uh, Evander Holyfield, a thrill, and thank you very much. Thank you. Would you cut? So, did he cut something for me? A liner for me? Just read, read, uh, read. I don't read even that have that one. I don't even. Do I remember? We ran that for a long oh, time. Really? Yeah. Oh, don't say from. We were doing that from brother. Okay, so so anyway, is, uh, he got his uh, ear bit. In 1997, mm. and this interview was 2004, so it was seven years. Yeah, how about that? Mm. All right, good interview. The Evander, real deal. The real deal, Evander Holyfield. Thanks for listening, and uh, also we want to thank our sponsor, BlackRavenDigital.com. Black Raven Digital. Every business needs a good website, not just to make you look good but to make your clients and customers and potential new hires also say to themselves, I want to do business with this company. I want to do business with these guys because look at this website here. You know, there's a lot of websites you go to, you go, uh, I don't trust these guys. I'm gone. Don't let that happen to your company. Do business with Black Digital, Black Raven Digital, and they'll take you to new heights. BlackRavenDigital.com. Reach up today. All right, Mr. Hewlett. Well, it's the first one of the year. It's all downhill from here. <laughs> <laughs> well, have a good uh, 2020, Favaz. You too, And uh, AMF to you and to your family. AMF to you and your family and all of our podcast listeners. The Casey Tapes with you, man, and Favaz. For more on the history of Casey, go to Casey95.com or the Casey mobile app. Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.